0: Welcome back to the Science Fiction Film Podcast by LSG Media. I'm Dean. I'm Matthew. And on this week's episode, we're coming at you with Zero Effect from 1998, directed by Jake Kasdan. Ah, uh, you hear that sound, Matthew?
1: Yeah, sounds yummy.
0: Yeah, it is a little Elijah Craig on the rocks. Oh, getting my voice and my throat ready for zero effect. Uh, For the zero effect. Yeah. So um, I don't know, but um, this movie's fucking. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) what the fuck is this movie?
1: Are are we? Is this the episode? We yeah.
0: What's the movie, dude? What is Zero Effect?
1: Um, it's D- Detective Sherlock Pullman <laughs> as shitty, mean guy, good detective, and he finds love. I mean, that's that's kind of it. I mean, <laughs> what a weird movie! Weird movie, weird fucking movie, man.
0: I don't know how to place it. Like, uh, I'm like, yeah. when did this even come out? I mean, it's got it's, stiller, so it has to be the 90s. Right. But it 98? feels so
1: weird. You know why? Uh, what, one of the things that, there's not that even much out there about it, really. Um, but did you read about how they made a television pilot out of it as well?
0: It's no, good. but you know what? That makes total sense to me. Because it makes total sense. While I was watching this movie, I was like, this is a TV show. This is yes. not a movie. This is the weirdest thing I've ever watched.
1: That's what I kept thinking. I was like, these feel like two characters that we're supposed to already know. And this feels like an ongoing TV show of their adventures. Like, I feel like I'm watching an episode of a show of like, like season a, like, three. And I'm like, what's going on?
0: It's just, it's, it is. Um, I don't know if it worked for me, man. Uh, I don't know. I don't
1: know if it worked for me. I, I, I found f- it enjoyable. Like, I, I enjoyed watching it, but I don't know. It, it, it did, <laughs> The only way to say it is, it didn't feel like a movie. Like,
0: yeah, it just kind of didn't. Would would you ever watch it again? Nah, (laughs) nah, I
1: probably wouldn't. I
0: I don't know, man. It's weird. I don't. I didn't read anything about this movie. But you, 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 you do. You make sense when you say so. So, what are you saying? Like they took, they cut this into a pilot size like tape.
1: No, see that's the interesting thing. They didn't. They actually a couple years later, two thousand two, they remade the entire thing as a TV movie, to hopefully to be a pilot for a show, and it starred Alan Cumming as Daryl Zero, uh, and I don't know who Alan, Coming, oh. Alan Cumming.
0: Alan uh. Cumming. Don't know who he is. James- oh,
1: you know who Alan Cumming is? Uh, fuck! What is a good example of his shit? He is. um, Damn, he's been. In, he's one of those guys who's been in a million oh, you know, things. He is. Skinny man. Yeah, very... Uh, he was a Boris in GoldenEye. Yeah. Invincible, yeah. that guy.
0: Yeah, Americans are such likeheads, that guy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I like Alan Cumming. Yeah, yeah, he played mm-hmm. Nightcrawler, right? Yes, yes, he did. Yeah. Kurt Wagner, right. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's a different type of Nightcrawler. Instead of doing things for good, he teleports the Jews right into the camps and they can't get away. <laughs>
1: like, kick you in there, bye.
0: Bush <laughs> bamf. Oh, I'm so glad we evaded the... Gem- into the camp. <laughs> Such yeah, a the fun- Order
1: of the Iron Cross goes to a Nightcrawler. The most horrible villain of all time. <laughs> Magneto oh, just I'm hates so him, glad like, ah.
0: we've, I'm so glad we've crossed the border and we are safely away from the German-occupied friend. <laughs> Hello, what comes... Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, come with me. Uh-oh.
1: God, it's like the worst
0: hero, he's just teleporting you when you think you're safe.
1: <laughs> uh, that movie's he's better like, than well, this He's like, well, you movie. know, they pay. bye <laughs> Fucking terrible. All right, it's a zero effect. <laughs> what a sick start, though.
0: That's a oh. that's instead of what like, you have to rename him. You can't be Nightcrawler There has to be something else. Oh, God. Yeah, well, what, is
1: <laughs> what would his horrible Nazi designation be? His handle. <laughs> oh, God. Juden yeah, you didn't retrieve, huh? Yeah. Some horrible yes. shit. Yes. <laughs> You're like, wow, you know, I'm not sure if this take is going to work. I don't feel like people Have are going to this seen the guy. movie
0: Transport. It's like that, except for
1: Jews. Ugh. Uh, How did you damn, get that greenlit? F- Boy, I think we got to rewrite X3. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mommy, we're safe. Bam, bam. Gone. <laughs> this fucking cage. What the fuck, movie?
1: Yikes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so, <laughs> dude, oh, Scott in the chat. I don't know this movie. Yeah, that seems to be the general consensus. <laughs> no one knows this movie.
0: You know what this Yo- movie reminds me of? What? It reminds me of sort of um, a not- as good version of Get Shorty, which came out three years prior. Mm, I still haven't seen that, actually. You know, it's an Elmore Leonard written piece, so it's, like, awesome, because the dialogue's good. Crazy dialogue, yeah. It is. You know, it, do, it, it does have that ding back, bak bounce. like, sometimes, like, that soundtrack, <laughs> like this movie right. does, which is so <laughs> weird. The music in this movie is a dog shit, <laughs> except for Nick Cave. Yeah, some good Nick Cave songs. What the fuck? Um, but otherwise, like, that... I don't know. It, 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 <laughs> you know when you hear the <laughs> slap bass line in um in Seinfeld, it's like flick it. the bang. It makes sense, bop to bop, right? Yeah, right. In Seinfeld, the slap bass makes sense, man. If you put that in Game of Thrones, it would be so weird. That's true. <laughs> you know, I
1: like, mean, this has a little more of a kooky vibe going on, so I'm like, I you know, it's fine, it's fine, but it is the whole thing is just it's. It doesn't feel like a 90s movie. It doesn't feel like a 2000s movie. It just kind of, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this thing. It doesn't feel like a fucking movie to me.
0: If you watch Get Shorty, you'll get what I'm saying. And it's good. Danny DeVito, in my opinion, it's Travolta's, my my favorite Travolta role ever is Get Shorty. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's really good. He's not just just like, all right, yeah. (laughs) All all right, I can dance. All right, or whatever he says. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) He's good in it. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, he's a little jacket. He's convincing as a sort of like um like a badass. He's a he's a un, Johnny unflappable in that. Right. Right. He's not Vinnie Barbarino. Uh, Ray <laughs> Vinny Barbarino, the fucking name. That fucking name is the best. That's the best. I mean, that was a hilarious role too. But he was a kid. <laughs> so good. Yeah. But um. But the Zero Effect yeah. is um. Uh, you know, it's weird because so I. I find it, you know, I, I find simple mindedness in many of these things, but this isn't one of those things. Like, you know, you know, you, you know, what I find simple minded, like the, like the, the Ford Chevy rivalry, the Xbox PS rivalry, like, you know, the rivalries are just kind of, I know most of it is, is sort of just made done in jest, especially by people I know, but generally speaking, people, they have like, they follow these weird camps. Like you can't mm. be a cat and a dog person. That's ludicrous.
1: <laughs> yes, you must <laughs> they, hate one and they love can't the other.
0: like they can't wrap their head around that. Like that you can, you know, it's weird. I don't know. It's it's like it, it's simple minded nonsense to me. But um, right. that's not to say I don't engage in simple minded nonsense. Believe me, I do. <laughs> I was practicing a Kuma. You all heard the show. You heard the show, and I was practicing a Kuma Street Fighter Five combos a little while ago. So. But,
1: <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to <laughs> Hold say Hold on, honey, I gotta go engage in some simple-minded nonsense <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> No, but oh, I guess I, I guess this is a real long lead-up I'm really gonna be searching today, Matt, for content Yeah, man <laughs> So, here's <laughs> what I'm telling you And I'm not, listen, I'm just wanna I'm loose, little loosey oh, goose oh, I know you're
1: loose I hear the, I hear the tinkle, tinkle of the yeah. ice cubes in that glass of whiskey little, I know
0: you're loose a little goose in the wind <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's a goose noise, but you get the point. That's a Canadian barking goose. Yeah. Um, So, what was I saying? Oh, so I guess what I'm trying to say is, do you, do you, let me say how the kids say it today, Matthew. Okay. Here's how the kids say it. Do you fucks with Ben Stiller or
1: not? I, you know, I do fucks with Ben Stiller. I do. I I do still love me some Ben Stiller. Uh, I find that there is a big, giant
0: rivalry. There's like, the Palestinians and the Jews, and then there's like Ben Stiller or not. Really? And there is Are no that middle. Yeah, him? there's no middle ground in Ben Stiller. I've never heard anybody say Ben Stiller's okay. They go, I like Ben Stiller a lot, or I fucking can't stand Ben Stiller. That's my experience in life. Interesting. I'm sure the chat will confirm I... this if anyone shows up for this movie.
1: <laughs> right. If anyone's here, everybody's like, oh, that one. Seven... I have no comment because I've never heard of that. Um, <laughs> honestly, man. I've always liked Ben Stiller, and I think part of that comes from just the age I am growing up. Like, he was kind of big when I—like, he had his big run when I was, like, you know, hitting the ages of, like, 12, 13, 15, like, getting into comedy and shit. Like, Zoolander was a big comedy for, for my, you know, age group when that came out. Tropic Thunder was fucking Amazing. big. Um, there's, See, there's now, that's a paradox.
0: That really like. Tropic Thunder's a paradox because I know people who aren't Ben Stiller fans that like that movie— because troop. most yeah. of the time, his presence in a movie will ruin the entire movie for them.
1: Wow. I ne- I don't. To be what's weird is I've never known anybody who had that big of a, a problem with him. I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm surprised. So you know, he was such a divisive figure.
0: When, when I was a lad, he had the Ben Stiller show. Oh, which I've is really when he had that, that. funny skit. was like, Go ahead, do it. Go over, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. That old <laughs> fucking Ben Stiller skit that everybody knows about that was around in that time period. But, um, I, I kind of like him, man. I like Zoolander. I like Tropic Thunder. Yeah. <clears throat> um, part of the issue with my generation is overcoming his character in reality bites. He's a real schmuck, and it's and, <laughs> and it's one of those villain roles that were so convincing. I mean, villainous in a romantic comedy, but right, yeah. villainous. He he his villainousness in that almost colored him forever from like my generation of people.
1: Yeah, right. Because everyone's you know, like, one? "Oh, we
0: all want to fuck Ethan Hawke because he has the <laughs> goatee and he kind of he, you know, in the '90s." And I had it too. It was like he basically thought you were a three musketeer, the hair and goatee style. <laughs>
1: you're, you're like, I'm sort of European esque, I guess. Yeah, with basically,
0: the yeah. Like I'm di- I'm different, right? I mean, that's all. That's <laughs> all everyone's doing. I'm different, right? So <laughs> look at us. We're different. We're different now too. Look at yeah. Check it out. Oh man, I tucked my penis. <laughs> I'm different too. We're all different, right? So that's the thing back in the day. And uh yeah, so it was kind of uh you know when he when he gets up there and he does uh blister in the sun, Ethan Hawke that is. Everyone's like fuck Ben Stiller. And then um and then he kind of became a villain for a generation, but I guess people warmed up over time and he had the Ben Stiller show prior to Reality Bites, I believe. I think okay. Reality Bites yeah. is like 94, 3. So. Interesting.
1: Okay, yeah. yeah, that that was that one passed me right by. Didn't really see any of that. Uh, Mystery Men was probably another early one of his that I really liked as a kid. Okay. I was kind of big on that movie. Uh, I haven't watched that in a million years though. It's been so long. But <clears throat> yeah, honestly, like I've always I've either not cared about his next movie or been like, oh, that one was pretty good. Like that's 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 about how I feel about Ben Stiller. I've I've never really like disliked the guy. I don't love him. He he was never like you know there was. But you'd say you like Ben Stiller. Yeah, I do definitely. Yeah,
0: that's what I mean. It's either like or don't like. I
1: I guess you could say that with a lot
0: of actors. Truth, truth be told, but I feel like with Ben Stiller, it's there's a bit of a wider chasm between the likes and dislikes.
1: So funny. What about uh, our boy Bill Pullman? How do you feel about him in this?
0: Bill Pullman. First of all, did you know that in this movie that Bill Pullman is, at this time, fucking like three or four years older than me, and he looks like he's 30? (laughs) Fuck. Because they were like, he's 30-something, and I was like, no, he fucking
1: isn't. I actually, yeah, when they said that line, I was like, "Mm, I don't think so. I mean, he looks very good. Hair dye
0: and shaved face makes you look younger, of course, but... um, (laughs) You know I'm not a I'm not a homo, so I'll never do that. But um, <laughs> I mean, I'm fucking straight, dude. dude. I fucking love chicks. I fucking hate guys. Ugh. <laughs> I fucking hate dudes and dicks. Ugh, My dick will punch God. it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the rippling abs and that V thing from Fight Club. Ugh,
1: fuck! I just hate it so much. when I want to lick it. <laughs> fuck off! But yes.
0: Bill Pullman. No, I mean, yeah, yeah, Bill he's Pullman. a cool dude, man. I like Bill Pullman. Um,
1: he's good. He's solid.
0: I don't know if I love Daryl Zero though.
1: I don't. Yeah. See, that's kind of the <laughs> that's kind of the whole thing of this movie. Uh, I mean, it's called Zero Effect, which already sounds like an ABC procedural. Fucking like I have mind powers and I help the cops. to show, you know, yeah. one of those where they're like the main character is always somebody in a long coat who touches the side of a <laughs> temple. Like mm, I'm thinking about this body. Uh, I figured it out.
0: They like rearrange the room in a in a fit of like,
1: you know, one of those fucking
0: ding dong. Even good, even good Sherlock Holmes does this. Even oh, yeah. my guy Benedict Cumbersnatch. Cumbersnatch.
1: Trend <laughs> of, of dick's
0: rumberslash. Dude, Cumbersnatch. <laughs> I love him. He's the best. He's, he's the best so Sherlock. Good. But even him when he's darting around like moving the table in the bookcase to make the room what it was in 1926. It's like okay, dude. We get it. That's You're a fucking genius. Right. You know? I'm just like you got yeah. crazy mind powers. I get it. It's like this weird sort of lost in time, not nineties, but nineties, not early aughts, but early aughts. Sherlock yeah, Holmes tale with a lot of um kind of weird nonsense. Uh but like that's not to say there isn't some stuff I enjoy.
1: Yeah, like it has some really good moments in here, and the idea is fine. Like this unraveling mystery, and this, you know, I I like the setup. I like uh, Ben Stiller's character of Arlo being like his front man, his face man, and he doesn't interact with people. I'm like, okay, Mm. it kind of Mm -hmm. provides an interesting tension of like, well, what could happen to to Arlo? Because at the same time, he'd be the guy who would be suspected by people that Zero is investigating and things like that. He kind of puts yeah. himself in the, you know, more out front, in the line of danger. And I, Honestly, I thought we were going to see more of that. I was like, I feel like, I thought Arlo was going to have to deal with a lot more. He uh, kind of gets surprised.
0: just sort of left out of the movie.
1: The... but Yeah, like 30, 35 minutes in, he's kind of like, ah, eh, I'm a side character. Like, you'll see me a he, couple more times. He, it, it's weird, you know, well, they
0: start the movie strong with him. It's, a, it's an odd mm-hmm. choice to then sort of just abandon him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the rest cuz the rest of his conflicts is just like, "Nah, my wife really doesn't like that I'm constantly gone all the time for this fucking weirdo and in his insane job."
0: Right. I guess and, I don't
1: want to do that anymore. And that that's, conflict that's is it.
0: is is dumb too because what happens is is they're like, "Oh, he's going to quit after the case." Well, guess who doesn't care about after the case? Us, cuz the movie <laughs> the credits go after that, right? I'm pretty sure yeah. the credits come up when the case is over in this one. And then what does or doesn't happen to Ben Seller's character and his wife, we just don't give a shit about.
1: When they get married, we see that. But yeah, it. but he do. Yo, holy oh, Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, 23-year-old
0: I <laughs> director, I don't want to beat him up. I mean, it's, it's but it's like, yeah. Lawrence
1: Kasdan's kid, you know? Yeah. Giving it, giving it the old college try.
0: I, You know, he's like, my dad directed the lightsaber scene on Bespin. Yeah, you did zero effect, though. So. <laughs> you did keep, zero Keep effect. cracking the books, I guess. I don't know.
1: That you movie know. no one remembers. It's weird. I
0: The world's most private detective, but he isn't, right? That's the tagline. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Is he private? The world's most private
0: detective. <laughs> it's only private if we don't come to know him quite intimately throughout the entire movie almost immediately. Almost
1: immediately. Like, and it, honestly, the setup is,
0: oh, nobody knows who he is. He doesn't do the face-to-faces, bada-bing, bang, boom. I don't mind that they yeah. didn't do that. I, I didn't need that. I like seeing, you know, I like seeing more Pullman. Right, right. right. I like, okay, let, be, let's make one, make no mistake, like Bill Pullman. Fucking yeah. creep and Lost Highway. I, I just dig him. Um, I feel like he never got such great roles, though. I wish he could have
1: yes that's you see i was thinking about that watching this too i'm like bill pull wow holy shit bill pullman is one of those guys where i'm like i've always thought he was really good and really talented and i like most of the stuff i've seen him in but it's like kind of like the guy pierce problem too of like you're really good why aren't you in more (laughs) what is what's going on with that i don't know is it a look thing is it it, yes
0: yes because guy pierce isn't quite handsome enough
1: He's a and dashing he was, man, though. I don't he, care what anyone says.
0: I know what I know what you're saying. I get it. You're gay for him, but I'm just saying, like, so gay for him. In general, he yeah. is handsome, the Hollywood he's, look. Yeah, yes, and he's coming up in a time. And I thought about that, like, Bill Pullman's a really good-looking dude. He's a fine actor. What What's the deal? Is it the choices he made? Honestly, it's impossible to say. I always think, like, is he? Did Kurt Russell just got all the roles he could have had?
1: they do he kind of is like the more like puny kurt russell in a way (laughs) in a way you know (laughs) (laughs) fucking (laughs) get us us puny russell (laughs) but he's good i'm not even i'm not trying to jump on him i like the guy a lot but lake placid though what were you thinking with that though
0: (laughs) have you seen it
1: Oh, fuck yeah. I saw that it's movie. Kind I saw of that awesome. movie. That came out. It,
0: it's kind of awesome, actually. It's
1: kind of stupid, amazing. Yeah. It is. It is. It's fucking fun. It's
0: the <laughs> beginning of like that Sharknado bullshit. I'm telling you. That movie. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I want to watch Link Blasted now. Fucking Oliver Platt. Remember oh, when he tried yeah. to convince us he was a musketeer in the Disney Three Musketeers <laughs> movie? He play, oh, yeah. <laughs> he plays Porthos. <laughs> You're like, come on. Oh, shit. Come on. <laughs> Ah oh, shit! Man. Yeah, I don't know about zero effect, but we're gonna talk about it. I mean, <laughs> you know, this setup is basically like Ben Stiller's the front man. Um, I I like these first few minutes where where we see Ben Stiller discussing the expertise of our guy because he's pitching right. the client to eventually our man, Mister Stark here,
1: mm-hmm.
0: describing and, uh, his ability. Yeah, Ben Stiller's suit's a little big, yeah.
1: I was like, like, is his head
0: tiny or is that suit just a little too big?
1: I think it's a little too big. That feels like a late 90s thing to me. I'm like, we still got a lot lot of extra fabric going on here. It's a little bit of a (laughs) blanket. You got fucking draped on you. You know? (laughs) You know, suits in the late 90s. Clinton hasn't
0: shut down the factories yet. We still got a lot of linen to go around. What the fuck? (laughs) It's the weirdest (laughs) thing you ever said. I love it. We still got it, it all like, this we material went... here. What are we going to do with all this
1: surplus of thread? <laughs> Make giant suits. We, we went from zoot suits to, you know, zero effect suits to finally to like, you know, tight ball-hugging <laughs> Italian suits like we have now. Just slowly get more conservative on the fabric. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's dude, it's definitely a 1998 suit. Yeah, and yeah. That's, that's for sure. There's a whole lot of shoulders going on. <laughs> But um, I like the contrast but it kind of You know the problem him. with those suits, though? Everybody. I don't care. Who, like, it's like, It's still an accepted thing of like, oh, you, you got to wear a suit to a job interviewer to look professional or a businessman in a suit. But everybody in those suits kind of looks like, I'm in daddy's suit. Hooray. <laughs> yeah. I'm playing businessman in daddy's hey, suit. Hey, real quick. He's that definitely in daddy's fit. suit, though, isn't he? <laughs> definitely daddy's suit. <laughs> God, what I would have I killed for a scene of Jerry Stiller in this movie. Just like, where's my suit? <laughs> Fuck.
0: on this week behind the scenes VH1 on the LSG media show we discussed the details of when they lost all credibility and talked about suits for 10 minutes on a paid podcast was this the beginning <laughs> of the real. end for LSG media? more coverage <laughs> at 11
1: <laughs> <laughs> on local news I guess I,
0: I gotta get my pitch right on that is it VH1 <laughs> Dean or is it fucking the news channel at 11
1: Up next, another carjacking where someone was killed. That's all we talk about in the local news.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This week, four teens are turned to mush as they smash into an oak tree. (laughs) Full story at 11. We stuck
1: a camera in their weeping mother's face.
0: (laughs) Observe as they shovel out one young lady from underneath the vehicle. Wow,
1: Stacey, I've never seen a human corpse so baggled.
0: I don't understand why anxiety is through the roof. Um, <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? I have no idea. I know, you know. <laughs> you
1: know what it is? is We're doing I know that what it is. Again. We're
0: doing that thing. We're laying <laughs> on the ropes. It's Rope-A-Dope, baby. We're Muhammad
1: Ali. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Dodge, dodge. Can't fucking give me, movie.
0: I'm just going to let Zero Effect punch yourself, punch yourself out, and I'm going to fucking come to the body, come to the head, and that's going to be it, lad.
1: And I tell you, I tell you this, movie, when you punch me, you can punch me right in the chin. I'll offer my chin to you. You can punch me right there <laughs> in the chin. It's going to have... Zero effect. Oh. Uh, oh. Oh, dude. I gave myself a disease.
0: <laughs> with Matthew joke. has HIV from that joke. <laughs> Story at 11. Um, what the fuck, man? Fucking ridiculous. All right.
1: <laughs> Mr. Stark <laughs> is hiring our guy. Hiring our boy. And I do, hey, again, like, quick, the though. first five, six minutes here, I was kind of locked in. I, I like this, yes. this thing of how, seeing how like professional uh Arlo is in his presentation in this pitch and he, like he's papering over all this guy's concerns and and being weirded out by the way uh, Zero operates and and making him just sound like so world class top tier unimaginably genius and he sells it and then we cut to him in a bar describing like he's just such an asshole he's annoying I like, like I liked that cutting back and forth I was like that's cool that's fun
0: I can dig it uh, by the way, Rigel Wise bounty this film, so shout out to Rigel Wise. Hope you Thank enjoy you, our coverage of your movie, Zero Effect. You are.
1: Outside of uh, I guess it would be Jake Kasdan, Ben Stiller, and Bill Pullman, I think you're the only person who knew about this movie. <laughs> well,
0: so, of course Ben Stiller plays this guy, Arlo. He's the front man, the face man, and um, he handles all the business dealings. And we learn that uh, our man, Mr. Stark had a uh, had some property stolen. That is it. My key. First of all, he's very cagey, which is very silly. So what you don't want to do is hire one of the most reputable private investigators of all time when you have a ton of secrets going into this.
1: That is the single biggest hole in this movie. Like that's all by the midway point of this, that's all I could think about. I was like, "Why did you hire this guy? You have that many fucking skeletons in the closet and you're like, well, I want the most famous, like basically modern Sherlock Holmes to come in and investigate, you know, uproot my life to get to the bottom of this other issue. But I'm just going to kind of arbitrarily be like, but you can't look at this stuff though. Don't ask questions about that. Focus on this thing. Like, that's not how this shit works, man. They're going to mm-hmm. turn over every stone. Don't do that. Right. Right. It's it's oh. it's funny.
0: You would think you would think if 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 and this is just nitpicky nonsense, but like if if this was Arlo, you'd think he'd be like, okay, you didn't answer all these questions, we're not taking the job. Sorry. Right. Go find somebody else. Right. Exactly. I'm not gonna put we're not gonna put ourselves in a position where we really have nothing to go on here because we don't know. We need to know more about you, especially what we learn about Daryl Zero is that he is somebody who uh, has this? He believes in this higher morality, it seems. He seems to think he is a, quote, good guy. Um, we learned that in a discussion that he has with his assistant, Arlo, when they're mm-hmm. waxing morality, very briefly. <laughs> Real briefly. In a weirdo sort of comedy film. So the tone of the movie, did that work for you all the way through?
1: No man. The the tone kept throwing it's me like off. bing bing bop bing. Bada bada boo bada bada bing. Yeah. It's all like quicky quickie comedy, silly guy got a weird quirky quirks and also rape. You're like, shit. Well that turned dark. Fuck. That's what we're talking it's, about?
0: It it'd be just like if if you were watching a clown show was like three clowns juggling back and forth and four other ones just gang raking somebody <laughs> and you're like wait what? you're like what? this is what the fuck is the fuck is this show what is it? so i guess what i'm trying to say is watching zero effect is like watching clowns gang rakes gang rape someone <laughs> not ah, not gang rake them they're not going to come do your lawn
1: ringing endorsement yeah oh god i mean it's but, not but, quite that <laughs> <laughs> to not quite go that far in hyperbole. Hey, look it's over here, little- kids. <laughs> 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 fucking God. But no, like it is it is so weirdly polar in its tone. Like it, most of it should you know, yeah, have more like, like s- Bill Polarman. <sighs> 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 Fuck, you're fired. Dude, I wanted <laughs> get to get shit. you back for your bad
0: pun. I had to give get you a your bad shit.
1: pun. <laughs> get a box. <laughs>
0: No, that's how we used to fire people at my old job, dude. (laughs) Really? They'd go into the office, and while they were in the office getting fired, we have another person put their shit in a box, so it was like a nice transition out of the building, so there's no fucking, like, Jerry Maguire bullshit. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, 90s reference! 90s. 90s kids get it. And this at 12, (laughs) our next segment, Show Me the Money.
1: Uh, (laughs) Yep. Fuck yeah! I'll never forgive that movie for introducing that phrase to the world. Mm-hmm. You know, the other thing that I wanted to see more of, and I—I I guess it makes sense that we don't, but I kind of liked uh fucking Zero's Batman lair with crazy man paranoid locks. I was like, can we see the more inside of this fucking weirdo's house? Tomorrow? I did too. I kind of dug it.
0: <laughs> I did too. I, I did like his goofy did. layer. I like it. It works for me. Um, I like that it. it it's funny because. When I think about Bill Pullman's character, I mean, it's just sort of like he's got Asperger's, right?
1: Uh, Basically.
0: Like, he doesn't know how to interact with people. He doesn't pick up on social cues. But then, miraculously, like halfway through the movie, he bangs the broad from fucking Fear the Walking Dead, takes off his Velcro shoes, and puts on, like, tie-up shoes. (laughs) Then he loses. I'm going to be a big boy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They stop calling him Leonard. They start calling him Daryl, and it's like he's cured. He, like he he was a can't get right, and then he gets a little taste of Fear the Walking Dead. Broad, and then he's like, he takes he kicks off the Velcro shoes and says, "I can tie him now.
1: Uh, uh, I got some you of know? that Robin Williams awakening drug." I
0: don't know what he's doing, but but he does it. <laughs> yeah. He drinks.
1: He drinks tab. Yep. You know, he's because he's quirky. Yeah. That's an off off to the races, baby.
0: What do you you think about his musical entrance here?
1: This fucking went on for way too long.
0: (laughs) What do you mean? Way too
1: long, dude. I thought it was even kind of funny and cute for like 20 seconds. During the
0: entire tracking shot? The tracking shot was legit. The
1: the continuous shot. But boy, do we have to hear him singing terribly for the longest fucking time. And And then they go for this comedy beat of him going like yeah and just like holding it for a long time and it just doesn't cut away like we are just mm-hmm. we're just locked into it we can't. and i'm like i know this is one of those last you're hoping to get from me by like wow it's just going on so long it's like awkward but i'm like okay cut cut this. you cut. know what it cut.
0: is it's real cute it's so
1: cute it's super <laughs> so cute. cute it's a very cute movie it's a very cute movie about this woman whose father raped her mother and. Hey, had kids her over murdered. here. Look at the juggling clowns. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> what uh, the
0: fuck? His father is not The father didn't rape her? What? Yeah. I don't know what yeah. this movie's about. <laughs>
1: That's the whole part of it. That she broke up with him and then he got like obsessed and went after her and raped her. And then she got pregnant from that. And she threatened that she was going to expose that he had raped her and pregnant, you know, gotten her pregnant. And then he hired that guy to kill her. And then that guy takes the baby and raises it on his yeah, own. Yeah, you that's said what no, happens.
0: you said raped his daughter.
1: Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, not his daughter, but her mother.
0: Yes. Okay, good. And I was just like, wait Whoa, a minute. Man, I watched the wrong got, fucking movie. Can't
1: get darker, please. Like, come on, no more. <laughs> Gotta be a threshold. Yeah, he he didn't rape his daughter. He's not a monster or anything.
0: <laughs> he just raped the mother, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Did he? Do we know that's a fact? That's I mean, it's talked about in the movie. Yeah, like she said, Oh, I'm gonna accuse you of rape. But Arlo's never like, Did you do it?
1: Yeah, I mean, he that, definitely hired dude, a contract killer it. to
0: murder her. There's that. Right. There's that.
1: There's uh, it, See, um, you're, you're
0: falling for it too. You're like, <laughs> you're like the, you're like this, The, the, you, 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 you've just represented that weird part of society where it's like, well, yeah. Remember the part where they blew her away too, and wasted her in front of her child.
1: <laughs> that, that part's fine though. <laughs> My favorite murder. <laughs> Fucking god. <clears throat> but no, yeah. Honestly, the the main reason I know that because the comp, the scene where there's the conversation where they're having with Stark. Like, I saw that, but they're still so cagey and weird about it that I just went and read the plot summary. I was like, okay, like, what? What is revealed here? Like, everybody's being all fucking noir movie cagey about everything and talking in fucking euphemism. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it doesn't... You wonder if it's going to have a noir feeling with the voiceover, but uh, I don't know, man. It's a
1: mishmash. It's a, I mean, that's definitely it's, what it's, it's going for. This. It's this is-
0: Lawrence Kasdan letting his kid play with the big boy paints, and he just runs all the it's colors great. together. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look daddy I put my thumbprints on it
0: Alright kiddo Get your velcro shoes on We gotta go to school
1: <laughs> Get your velcro I'm not gonna teach you How to tie <laughs> Gives you too much freedom. You
0: said I don't have To do school on Saturdays Oh yeah you do You got a special school Just for you kiddo
1: You got a lot to make up for Get in the car
0: Okay <laughs>
1: yep, That's it <laughs> What the fuck Are we talking about <laughs>
0: Can I wear my WWF shirt again Yep <laughs> Hulk Hogan's my favorite I know
1: Get in the car. It's 2005. I don't know why you're still on. And he pushes the car into a river. (laughs) And he hires a hitman (laughs) to kill his mother. Coverage at 11. (laughs) (laughs) Another parent killed their children. There's no resolution to the story except more (laughs) sadness coming up at 11. That's all we talk about. Yeah. Fucking horrible shit.
0: Yeah. Uh, It used to be. It used to be like, oh, the lighting of the Christmas tree. Now it's like three men stabbed during Black Friday sale.
1: (laughs) It's like, what the fuck? Everything sucks now. Uh, uh, So funny. And fucking local news in Portland is always like, a Mother's Day reunion goes terribly wrong when after bringing in his Mother's Mm. Day gift, he attacked his mother with a machete. It's always a machete. It's (laughs) fucking always a machete machete here. It's
0: fucking insane. That's rad. Um, what do you so think about machines. the filming location of Zero Effect? Portland.
1: Hey, this one's actually filmed in Portland. I'll give it that.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: you could fucking tell it's really there. Unlike Mr. Brooks, where they paid for a shot of a bus. That's and that's it. But yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is Portland. Look at it. Look at that. So
0: after his goofy sing sing ups, after his little mm. like bed bed dance karaoke nonsense, we see him eating some uh, some bumblebee tuna fish, drinking a tab and uh yeah chatting with his buddy here this 45 46 year old man acting like a fucking 90s surfer dropout
1: <laughs> exactly dude you know what he, oh, you, you know what he is?
0: yes he's a 90s surfer dropout and then he's like "Right, man gotta get to the office and then he goes to like this fucking google office with beanbag chairs and he like make and he's like the main guy and he's sitting down and like there's a tour of the facility and some like new young worker makes a wisecrack. And then he stands up and he's like, it's my company. And I go, of course, it's the okay. quirky guy in the beanbag chairs company who wore a fucking, uh, a Batman t-shirt and, uh, uh, you know, a flower robe to work. It's not the stiff square guy upstairs in the office. It's this guy down here with a tab. I get it. Movie. We
1: get it. Oh, he, he only gets on the computer and actually codes for one hour a week, but that's the best. Oh, he's amazing. Oh,
0: he's got flip-flops on. It's his company. Look at the name.
1: <laughs> All right, mandatory hack sack time, everybody. Everybody up. and then the, Get out of your desk. And then
0: the new guy that made a dumb wisecrack about the kook who invented this place feels really bad, and he's like, don't worry about it, man, because he's cool.
1: <laughs>
0: he gets it, you know. No.
1: <laughs> Free weed in the break room, everyone.
0: <laughs> well, he knows this guy. He's like human Google. He's like a human, he was he's like a timber tycoon or something. <laughs> Wait, who is Stark? The the, oh, the Stark. I Stark I Oregon. thought you were
1: adding on to our character. We were oh, reading. I'm sorry. I was like, is he I'm, also I'm a oscillating. You
0: got to keep up, buddy. <laughs> Woo! I'm oscillating tonight. I apologize, but uh, we got to get crack a lack in here.
1: <laughs> yeah, we do. We're about ten minutes into this Oregon
0: thing. <laughs> Timber. Very rich man. Old money.
1: Rich man. Portland. Rich.
0: So they just start speculating on what he may or may not have done. Well, these guys drink Tab and Diet Coke.
1: Right. And of course, we get a lot of, you know, Zero being like, "Ah, I don't like him. He's a shithead. I don't trust him.
0: And then he has this, like, what are you, Zero cool? Are you a fucking hacker? What is this (laughs) crazy setup you're working with, dude?
1: (laughs) The hacking, like, mainframe dungeon setup he has in here.
0: (laughs) Bunch of computers that don't work anymore.
1: (laughs) That's so fucking 90s. (laughs) I'm Like ah, oh, there's like ten monitors. That must mean it's super powerful.
0: He's like make buying tickets online. That's how cool he is. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: but yes, but he's quirky. They're he has weird go. demands,
0: and uh, he goes to sleep right at where he's sitting. So at this point, what's your impression of Bull- Bill Pullman, as Daryl? What's your impression of Daryl?
1: I I mean, I'm like okay. So this guy's supposed to be the quirky fuck up. Genius Sherlock Holmes. That's our character here. We've established that. Um, and honestly, I thought we were going to see him like this for a lot Me too. more of the movie.
0: Me too. You know, it's
1: an abandoned concept, right? It kind of is, man. Like by by another minutes. That's why 10, I don't understand minutes.
0: like the the quirky setup. If it, if you're not going to follow through
1: with it, right? Right. It just felt very like I thought we were going to see a lot of him at home communicating with Arlo, and you know what I really expected from the setup. Was that we were going to see Arlo obviously not being as intelligent as Zero, having to follow the instructions given to him by Zero and pretend he is him and like not be as good at it. And I thought I was going to be yeah. like this whole – kind of like, um, <laughs> oh, fuck. What's that What's that movie that's based on the – I think the Shakespeare thing Cyrano where um, – Cyrano de
0: Bergerac. It's not Shakespeare, but Cyrano. It's
1: not – There we go, Cyrano. I was thinking, I think I was honestly thinking it was gonna be something kind of like that, where it's like, I stay back here and I'm dancing around all kooky in my apartment, but I'm giving you actually great genius advice, but you're not able to follow it as well because you're not as smart as me. Mm -hmm. And that was gonna be kind of the heart of the comedy. But boy, that just is not what happened at all. Yeah. Not even a little bit. But right away, we get, you know, a quick glimpse of Arlo going home, you know, because he's supposed to be headed to uh, to Portland along with uh, Zero soon. And he was hoping to have a night with Jess, my Jess. And and she is, of course, pissed off that he's having to leave again. And that's pretty much it. We established that. She's horned up. All They seem passionate, you know, and uh, annoyed that he has to leave.
0: My weirdo stinky employer. Yep. So, part of the mystery of this movie is them trying to figure out what's in this safety deposit box. Because the setup is what? This guy loses his key. Mm hmm. He feels like they've been stolen. He thinks they've been stolen. And it's to a safety deposit box. We learn. We mm-hmm. what we don't mm-hmm. know at this point is he doesn't even know where it is. Right. Which is kinda cool. And well, um, kinda cool. there's stuff in there that apparently he's concerned with. And right. I believe he's being sneaky by telling these guys Oh no, because he doesn't know he lost him. That's the that's the rub of the movie, right?
1: Right, he thinks they're stolen because he's getting blackmailed uh, by somebody who's acting like they have knowledge of his, you know, he doesn't go into it, obviously, because he can't, but he's right. like, they, they're they holding, you know, this sword over my head. And then I, I they, they say they know things about me, and I, I got to find find out who it is because I think they have the keys and could get into my safety deposit box.
0: And the box. key loss was just purely coincidental as far as timing goes.
1: Right, yeah. yeah. And that's like a reveal later in the movie that's like, nope, he just lost him. Right. And kind of fucks himself over
0: but we kind of learned that he's been being blackmailed for a while. He gets an elaborate list of instructions, Matthew, a maze, as it were. And uh, <laughs> he's seven times he's gone out to, uh, to, uh, to get these places. He went to an airport. He went to a fucking bookstore, a cafe, a library. He's got him going all over the place and making these large cash deposits of $100,000. And there's been seven of them in a relatively short time, I believe. Mhm. He's dropping off all this cash. Right. And uh, Arlo doesn't like the lack of information. And um, and it's just one of those things where he's lying and what what makes this challenging is if Arlo if if Darryl is such a is so observant, it doesn't it behoove him why not know you you should know the people you're talking to. Wouldn't that give you right. a
1: lot of information right away in a, in a sit down? <laughs> right, yeah, but there's something about him. Like, and I his the one thing I like is supposed to be a thing. Well, the one thing I do like about his anonymity is that it, he does take advantage of him not being known for him to mm-hmm. observe mm-hmm. Stark un, without Stark realizing who he is. And I'm like, I yeah, I like fair. that angle because that's I'm fair. like because you know if you're having a sit down meeting, they're they're going to be putting on whatever kind of airs or front that they they want to present. And it's like, if I can just follow them around without them even knowing who I am and interact with them, I get a much more A feel for where they're really at and what they're really up to i'm like "Eh, i'm down with that so far i'm still into it yep
0: and our guy starts documenting his memoirs basically which is interesting for a private guy i like that that's kind of a cool like conflict like he wants to be private but he's probably like most people where there's a part of him that if he feels he has something to offer the world he's almost kind of reluctant so he's writing about it and i think that's kind of neat
1: Right. I like that it just implies that he does still want to actually share things. He's just not comfortable in a face to face. I'm gonna open up and get intimate with somebody. He's like I'll I'll just narrate my memoirs. I'll I'll do
0: that. He hopes maybe somebody that'll help Matthew. Maybe maybe uh, he can leave notes about drinking tab and eating tuna fish out of a can and being really quirky and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. really failing to sandals. Really failing to uh to use his mind powers on uh on uh Fear the Walking
1: Dead lady, Gloria Sullivan. But um, <laughs> I do totally didn't realize that was her, by the way. Yeah. Until you said it. I was yeah. like, oh, fuck, that is her. Crazy, right? Thought she looked familiar. And we just got a lot of
0: voiceovers here and him sitting in like kooky man poses, like I'm Beethoven before I write
1: the ninth, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all about objectivity. He has the that is his like mantra in this movie is I am detached. I am objective. I, that's why I'm such a good observer is that I'm not getting caught up in other people, that I can remove myself and just look at their behavior and understand them that way instead of being involved in, in with them. Right. That only works if you're if you have empathy for
0: that behavior though.
1: Right. Right. It's, it's what he doesn't know about it's, himself, it's, Dean. Aw. <laughs> but
0: yeah he talks he talks the two obs objectivity and observation um, but yeah the whole detached thing he's talking about I, like, I get what he's trying to say he's trying to run on the facts this is sort of
1: like memento right yeah right gathering everything I only work from facts right. draw conclusions he talks about mastering detachment
0: which is hilarious because we only ever see him attached to the two people in his life
1: Right Which over is the course of an hour and fifty overall. minutes. Yeah, right. <laughs> his meltdown
0: over Arlo, and then his scene. And his and I get it. Like the romantic subplots, a little funky, man.
1: It gets a little funky. That's where the movie I know it's supposed to have, have load, that like right? femme
0: fatale foil feel to it, but I don't know. Well, I we can talk about it. Well, well we're going yeah. to. <laughs> so uh, our man goes to the um the exercise facility, and it is ninety eight as fuck with the equipment they're using. <laughs>
1: boy red stripes on everything why
0: everybody's in them like fucking muscle shirts too every guy in this movie is got no sleeves in the gym
1: (laughs) they don't believe in sleeves sleeves are are only for suits dean
0: only only mr stark our fat guy (laughs) by the way shows you what good all that running does he has a fucking heart attack but um (laughs) right (laughs) Uh. but what do we do here we got our guy it's a cool reveal uh, cinematically, I guess you'd say. I, I use that term lightly in this film, but <laughs> you know, it's a reveal when our guy zeroes in the frame, and he's just being a creep. He's being like a gym creep.
1: He kind of, he's kind of gym creeping on him, he really like, is. like he's some college girl. And he's like, "Hey, what, what you running? ugh <laughs> you run You you come to the gym to work out?" <laughs> People
0: are disgusting, vile
1: monsters. <laughs> oh, putrid monsters.
0: I'm running at a level eight. A what? No, I'm doing a seven, which is a lie. He's running at a five. So what's happening here, Matthew? What's Zero doing? Is he applying his Sherlock Holmes? Is he putting up, he's using Stratagem and Gambits in attempts to gain information about our guy here?
1: That is it. Asking little little small, seemingly, you know, not big questions about, you know, himself, but just prodding him to see when he lies, what he lies about, you know, and and ha- what he cares about. Mm. You know what this I movie just, just reminded me of? Oh. Well. It is an inferior
0: version of Ace Ventura. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. You know? It, it kinda, is. You're it's not too than, off
1: on that. Dude, isn't that bananas? <clears throat> They tried to be a more serious Ace Ventura. Yeah. And it's, um, yes. With mixed results, I would say. <laughs> yes. Because they're like, we're not going to be a comedy, but we're going to be funny. Mm-hmm. You know, what? That's, that's kind of the whole thing right there. Those mm-hmm. movies who do that, we're not a comedy, but we are funny. Right. <laughs> that. Or I'm like, yeah, so that. that's kind hard. of a, you just kind of a muddled up genre it, movie. It's with hard. goof them ups in it.
0: It's hard. I want you to see Get Shorty, man. I really want to know your opinion on it, especially because it's you know it's old now. It's from nineteen ninety five, which of course we know was a certain style of film. And I like to rewatch it myself. And I, I wonder because that, that's another movie I compare it to in in more serious and on a more serious note. <laughs> but um, yeah, it has a it's like a it's it's funny for sure and quirky. But there is also almost like moments of kind of cool badassery to it, like cool Chili Palmer. Is a cool character. He does cool right. stuff, you know? And Whereas this, it's like...
1: Even the cool ah, stuff is like quirky.
0: Yeah, it's tough know? to say. It's tough to say. It's a weird one. Yeah, yeah it's weird. It's a weird movie. <laughs>
1: it's a weird one.
0: Um, what else does he learn? He learns that he gets a massage. He learns that he likes redheads. And um, oh, yeah. I like this. I like the inf- information get. Like these first 30 minutes I like. I like him kind of in disguise, incognito as it were. I like his interaction with... Um, now, now, this I thought was good, quirky, socially retarded behavior, like <laughs> him meeting Gloria and just saying, "Are you an EMT?" Right? Yeah, and she's like, "Yes." That's How weird. do you know that? That's a weird thing to not and to not have the and to not have the social wherewithal to be like, "No, it's not. I'm not it's not a creepy thing. I just you know and just telling her,
1: right." Right. Like, that's what's so funny about this moment here of like, you don't, that doesn't have to be awkward. That could actually be kind of impressive. You could tell, like, well, you know, I just noticed this about you and, you know, I just made a guess. But like, the I'm awkwardness
0: good works for what we're supposed to believe is an awkward character. But at the same time, these are the sort of social faux pas you have to master, don't you? If you're, it doesn't really matter. I'm, I'm kind of, right. I'm kind of fishing for bad things now. I guess what I'm trying to say is that I think he is. I think that it makes sense that he behaves sort of socially awkward or based on what we know about him. Right, right, thus far. And that continues into the airport when they they have the phone call 10 feet apart.
1: Uh, And you can see the famous Portland airport carpet that everybody raves about that's no longer there anymore. And they they have fucking T-shirts and shoes with that fucking design on it. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But Uh. um, this is... uh, this
0: is more kind of cutesy stuff. Like, because the way they shoot this, it's cutesy.
1: Look cutesy. When they I get the medium
0: see- shot of them both in the frame, you're like, oh, I get it. <laughs> you guys are right next yeah, to me. Yeah, that's funny. He's, he's weird, right? <laughs> and that's the stuff that you're supposed to laugh at.
1: Yes. Right? Yeah, like, that's, and that's the like, problem. Like, I think
0: there's a lot of moments where I'm supposed to laugh in this movie and I just don't.
1: Right. And they're definitely like looking at you like, ah? Like, this is the big <laughs> laugh line, right? Huh? See that?
0: They're like eight feet apart. Every few minutes, the movie pushes your shoulder, like, fucking
1: A, right? And you're like, (laughs) yeah. The movie's that annoying friend of the movie. You're like, yeah, fucking, huh? Right? You get it? He said, no, you hear what he said? He said, (laughs) just keep repeating the fucking joke (laughs) from the movie. Oh, fuck. They just do the De Niro laugh.
0: (laughs) Into the fucking night, blowing smoke up. But he talks about the stress he can see in the shoulders, cutting himself, shaving, which could mean stress, or he's in a hurry, or he's got a dull razor. Um, Mm -hmm. Like He's revealing all the things he learned about this weird vanity to him. He'd rather lie than admit he's on a lower level. That says a little bit about him.
1: Right, yeah, just a little bit of this, like, I have to uh, maintain appearances kind of thing he has going.
0: Yeah, or he could just be insecure that he's gotten back and he's trying to get back to the gym and he's not ready to admit that he's going slower than he is. There's That's a problem with a lot of this genius observation in this movie is there could be 10 explanations for some of it. Right,
1: still always a lot of assumption.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's not... That's that's why the the genius part of it is almost like I'm not laughing, and I'm not convinced he's a genius. I think is I think because I watched this just kind of straight face the entire time and then went <laughs> hmm. okay mm-hmm. okay and I, if if Spock were to watch a movie, it's how I watched this movie, <laughs> and then just, I just got up
1: and went on about my day, stone face, yeah, that is honestly that's one of the things I walked away from this movie too was just this feeling of that kind of left no impression. it was just like a all right. <laughs> Movie over. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. But regardless,
0: we learn about the initials KV from an email he got. Obviously, this email is from uh it's a cryptic email. And it's about, you know, the the thorough check finds no boxer named KV or something.
1: Right, right. And it's a fucking email he had printed in his gym bag. Right. So these is these are all the pieces he's gathered up and uh is relating to Arlo. At the airport phones. And meanwhile, Arlo's kind of getting jerked around by Daryl. So that's
0: the real... Is that the quirkiness? The, is that what we're supposed to... Is that the quirkiness, him? Like, you know, you're going to fly here. You're going to get back. We're going to do this. We're going to do it really
1: weird. Right. I, I guess so. And it's, it, it's another one of those... It's a... Yeah. It's a movie thing, too, what, that I always find kind of odd. Like, when you look at Arlo... And you look at, you know, the house he has, the the his wife Jess or well girlfriend Jess whatever. And like the clothes he wears, I'm like, "You're making pretty good money no from question. this question. Like you're being pretty He's, well That's paid. a million dollars. Right? And yeah. I'm like, "What do you care?" I'm like, "If you're paying me a million dollars and you fly me to Portland to go do something and then you're like, "Oh, actually you got to go fly back to LA." I'm like, "Okay. Sure. I'll fucking read a book on the plane. Thanks for the check. I don't care." Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Like, well, you for sure. Fly me to China. I don't care. Right. Are you paying me? You still paying? Cool.
0: <laughs> and what's his girl's name, Jess? Hey, Jess, you like that fucking pool you swim in? Sometimes <laughs> I got a shitty schedule. What do you want me to tell you?
1: Like, just be like, fucking come with me. Who cares?
0: No shit. Come with me. <laughs>
1: just come with. <laughs> you fucking, I guarantee by the time I get there, he's going to cancel the thing and make me go back. We'll just go get breakfast at some cool place and we'll fly back. Who gives a Cause, shit? Because let's be he pays re- me a million dollars. Because
0: let's be real. What are you for in one... <laughs> 650,000 of the bill with your fucking yoga class you teach every Tuesday and Wednesday.
1: <laughs>
0: Come on, right?
1: Come on, we got a good life,
0: Come on, right? You can, you can, well, you can't miss yoga for two weeks. <laughs> Get on the fucking plane. Your eighty dollars isn't helping the mortgage.
1: <laughs> I'm Arlo, and I got big suits.
0: <laughs> That's because I need big pockets to care my fat fucking stacks. just carry around loose
1: cash in me all day (laughs) well we got we get to a long montage of hey look it's portland
0: yeah and basically him just on this ridiculous goose hunt which precisely leads to us learning that holy fucking
1: shit cool reveal this is a cool reveal cool reveal on the paramedic pull the fire alarm this, yeah, this moment, as far as the, like, heisty mystery shit, this is the coolest part. Yeah. Uh, where he goes in, leaves his thing in, you know, the—well, actually picks up shit from the back of the toilet, pulls the fire alarm and leaves, and then Zero just stops and waits to see who's going to come check on it. hmm And I'm like, that's—see, now, that's, that's something I did enjoy about this, of how— him solving shit wasn't necessarily super complicated. It was like, I'm just going to fucking be there. And since nobody knows who I am, I can I can stand there. Stark doesn't realize who I am. You know, the people tailing him don't know who I am. And I'm like, that's actually pretty cool. And it's it very is- just like a straightforward kind of like cut through the bullshit side of style.
0: Yeah, I like it. I like this from a heist perspective. But at the same time, I also thought to myself, dude, a five-year PI would do this and just go, oh, there's your guy. And follow him, take pictures. Follow him. Yep.
1: Follow, follow, like, take pictures. It's
0: not a superhero effort to find a paramedic who's blackmailing you. A PI could have done it in like two weeks.
1: <laughs> but see, that's see, that's the real business strategy of uh, Zero. Is that he <laughs> he's built up this reputation, reputation of being of the best to fleece rich dudes who are uh-huh. like, well, I need the best, and he's like, okay, I'll be the best for you for a million dollars. It's a good point. So I'm like, "Eh, that's not a bad idea. I can dig it. And then we see him getting on the Max, and I'm like, that's where I get on the Max, dude. That's where I get on the Max train. I know that train.
0: This is fucking (laughs) departed all over again. We can all act cooler than we really are. (laughs) Hey, it's the Charles River, dudes. I know that. I drive by it once a year. Yippee. (laughs) 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 Um. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, so cool he's... He, he, it is. And then he's cl- he's going over all the evidence. That is it. What do we know thus far? Yep. He uh, Arlo gets the note too to go back. He goes, everyone goes through
1: life dropping crumbs. That's this whole scene. The crumb droppers. <laughs> crumb droppers. <laughs> for every crime, a motive. And for every motive, a passion. Right.
0: Research is an art, not a science. Right? I like that he's talking about this. Because anyone knows what they're doing can find the crumbs. And that's... But there's the what's and the who's, I believe he says. The art is in the why. The ability right. to read between the breadcrumbs, which something with my social disorder can't do. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, Literally, I can't do that thing. My brain doesn't do it. But um,
1: <laughs> them, them connections ain't connected.
0: Yeah, Those why's ain't working. But, but told, I makes do. Doctor told me that I am one injury away from Velcro shoes. <laughs> but he's talking I, about the passion <clears throat>
1: of crime. Right, and I actually do like the way he investigates the, the person of George Stark, of just like, I what, like that too. Like, how is he as a person? Like, he goes all the way back into his college years and digs up a poem he wrote. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, that's actually kind of interesting to like, yep, d- like dig it. down into a person and figure out what they, you know, not just things they are interested in, but where they point their attention, what they care about. Like, I, I, that, man, that, that,
0: that, I gotta tell you, this this kind of thing actually intrigues me on a very right. personal level. I love shit like this totally. totally. I, do. I, I mean like I like it. I could be a, I could get into that work like just learning everything about somebody in a short period of time with just like crazy research. Right. I like that, I like that stalking element. It's kind of nice. <laughs> I want to be a stalker. I'm going to start. Real nice. <laughs> just him reading the poem nice you just read everything about somebody you can find online and they're like i know basically where they live isn't that weird <laughs>
1: <laughs> fucking nice nice but,
0: yeah, but he uh, finds i that. like it i like that he's doing this i like that he wants to know i like that because the truth is the only way you're going to find the bad guys outside of what you just did is to know a little bit more about the guy they are bribing to know what the motivation could possibly be Right. Motivation right. is a huge
1: factor in figuring out crime, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean that, that points you towards the people you need to question of like, why why would this person even have a motivation to do this? You know, you figure that out first. What's the motive? And then proceed from there.
0: Yeah. We learn that our girl is going to a disabled place. Uh <laughs> Mr. Lebowski is uh Mr. Lebowski is disabled. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, Miss Lebowski. She's a character.
0: <laughs> she, we're all very right fun over here. Um back at the uh at the and, and then we see another gym scene. What is Pullman doing on the bike? <laughs>
1: pedal stop, pedal stop, pedal stop. <laughs> That's another, I, they don't talk about it very much, but they show it every time he's at the gym that he's, like, bad at exercising. Like, when I guess he gets that's off the, what they're trying to show us. It is, because when, they, when he gets off the treadmill earlier with, with Stark next to him, when, like, Stark goes away first. When he gets off, he's all like, <clears throat> Like, he'd been holding it in, like, trying to not look winded. And, like, that he never exercises. He's such a recluse or whatever. Like, that's supposed to be, like, another, like, uh kooky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, I guess it's fine. Yeah. I'm shitty
0: at working out. But this is where he tells her, "I could smell the iodine on you," and he talks about her wet hair and how he knew she hadn't showered. I knew you didn't shower. I could
1: smell your butt. That's <laughs> what <about> to say. That's <laughs> such a cruel. Like, oh, I could just. I could smell you didn't shower. <laughs> easy, blah, blah, blah. easy, migs. Like Whoa, whoa.
0: Easy, migs. But um, yeah. And then, uh, and then he's like, "Oh, you must work the night before. I knew it was raining, and your hair was still wet, and you came in, and yeah, no big deal." I just recreationally think about you in this obsessive fashion.
1: All these random details of this stranger.
0: <laughs> I can't wait to play with your entrails. Huh? <laughs> I said these are lovely running trails. <laughs> Fucking American psycho shit, remember? Fuck. <laughs> 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 when you rush yeah, 30... in the morning, she's talking about mess. There's a tiny reveal here as the as the camera starts to get in tight on her. Which is maybe revive their body, save somebody, right? Right, right. But yeah, I guess we're I'm, supposed to believe that when she was a baby, she remembers her mom laying there dead. I don't know, maybe.
1: Yeah. It doesn't it, matter. You know, now, yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> at the end of the day, not really. I, uh. I like, what do you think about Kim Dickens? Um, I, she's fine. She's fine. She's fine. fine. Exactly. It doesn't blow me out of the water. No. She's not bad at all. She's fine. Like, that's about it, though, in all honesty. She's kind of a mouth breather, though. (laughs) Why do you say? I don't know. Is her mouth ever closed? She does kind of have that mouth thing going on. Even I remember that in The Fear of the Walking Dead, too, where she's kind of just like, (sighs) just kind of her mouth open just a little bit. (laughs) The same way Bill Pullman's always squinting. He's always squinting a little bit. She's got her mouth open a little bit. What a fucking pair. (laughs) He
0: does squint a lot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. I never even thought of that before. That's really
0: funny.
1: Uh, I mean, he's not French Stewart, but no, no, but, <laughs> no,
0: but he does that. One of the eyes kind of squints down a little. Right. Like eh, I'm just thinking, <laughs> just
1: thinking about what's it? my fucking line. <laughs> he's over there, just like eh, what's my line? I'm still thinking, and she's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> fucking mouth breathing. <laughs> this fucking movie, man. <laughs> oh shit. We get picked up by ABC yet.
0: Great. So anyway, (laughs) they talk a little bit about what they do. He just says,
1: I'm here a couple days on
0: business. She says, oh, so you're an accountant. He's like, yep, that's what I do.
1: Now this is is another, I think it's another weird thing of sloppiness from his character that I didn't expect. I'm like, you didn't have a lie prepared? Oh, that's a good point. Like she was like, oh, it must be that, you know, that conference in town of all the accountants. And he's just like, yeah. And then when she's like, oh, can you do my taxes for me? And it's like the one thing he doesn't fucking know how to do. I'm like, you idiot. Why'd you say that? Like, you should have had that shit ready for anybody who would ask. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm here for this. I'm, you know, a banker. It'd, like, it'd, that's it.
0: It'd be cool if Arlo stepped in for a minute and he's just like, look, I get it. I get why you'd ever go outside. Go back inside. <laughs> just you're, just you're, let, you're let you're me fucking handle this up.
1: <laughs> you're fucking it up so bad, man. <laughs> and hey, guess what? I'm not going to fuck her. Like, hey, just let me do this. <laughs> I love, uh, I love when he yells, fuck the whales. That actually made me chuckle out loud. <laughs> it, made, it was pretty funny. <laughs> oh, good old kooky zero. Um, he doesn't care about the whales. He's
0: complaining about the exercise. And then Stiller's complaining about the, the trip. This is, this is pretty good chemistry from these two here. And then I actually really dug Pullman in the doorway Wait, which part? Like, after this, so they're talking, he's like, she's model she's a citizen, and he gets up, and he's sort of sitting in that, like, short hallway. Oh, of the hotel room. Yeah, and he his body language is really quirky. Like, he's leaning and rolling around, and I don't know, I, it, it actually worked for me. I know it has a high school, like, play quality to it, but I liked it. <laughs> I It's like, he's just like, oh, she's so weird. She's just, she's just cool. And then he kind of just backs into the, bedroom. I just, I just, I don't know. He the way he was moving around, I dug. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it, it was it. quirky. That kind of worked for me without it being so obviously quirky.
1: Right. So now, and that's, that's the troubling thing about this yes. movie. I'm like, there, there's a quirkiness to the character that works. And then there are times where I'm like, did you forget that he's supposed to be this way? I don't know. Or, or it is, I feel like Bill Pullman is
0: trying to act quirky.
1: What Although, did we yeah. just
0: say about Joe Pantoliano? He's fucking natural. Yes. You never feel like he's trying he's to do natural. anything, which is yeah. why he's so great. And there's a and there's a real contrast. And I like Pullman in a lot of things. I don't even know if I if that's a lie. I like Bill Pullman, I think, in theory. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of movies. I can't think of anything. That's all I'm saying. I
1: like Bill Pullman in theory. It uh,
0: um, <laughs> doesn't matter. Let me finish this. And there are times where I feel like Bill Pullman's trying to act sort of quirky here. Yeah, no,
1: I definitely agree with you there. Right. As far as like the,
0: the in times I mean, it works, like the hallway for example. I just said that worked for me. Mm-hmm. And, yeah,
1: I, I go back and forth with him. In me, too. Movie. me too. Me too. And again, like I, I, it started to get weird to me when I was like, oh, we're never going back to him in like his little lair and like him being the full blown quirk. Yeah, like, kind of from point. that moment on, it starts eroding. Like he's like, I'm. He just becomes more normal <laughs> as the movie goes. Right. Right. Which I get that that's supposed to be like kind of a dynamic character who is changing in the movie. But I'm like, like, he's also kind of the whole gimmick of the movie is this quirky guy. Speaking
0: of weird in, in a joke that just doesn't work, what is Arlo talking about when he's talking about a kid rental? Why is he pushing a oh, stranger's kid? What did I miss here? I, he's not a dad.
1: Yeah. He's not an uncle as far as I can tell. <laughs> it's definitely one of those things that's like supposed to be, it's just like a random joke. And you're, but, but it's so out of fucking nowhere and weird and also not like real life that you're like, what the fuck was that? Because yeah, I I had the same reaction of like, wait, kid, like kid rental, huh? Were you just pushing somebody else's kid? Or did you literally find a service where you're like, can I fucking push a kid on a swing for 20 minutes for here's $10? Like
0: what? That sounds like a, a, uh, that sounds like a sting operation by police.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Pizza (laughs) gate.
0: well anyway they uh, they walk and talk here, and um yeah,
1: along the waterfront, dude at the Willamette, uh, I know that I've been there, Jesus dude, I've totally walked in front goodness. of those rails, dude, that's crazy,
0: yeah, dude, that real that little cement block that's right right dropped on my knees and blew it, dude <laughs> there, right
1: yeah, on a dare,
0: all I remember is he was wearing dirty vans, <laughs> the things you remember when you're looking for meth, but um. <laughs> This is where he's talking about the, the car switch. And this is Arlo just handling the business.
1: Right. And he's also he he's pressing him here about like what is yep. in the safety deposit box. Yep. And he's still being cagey and being like, That's it's not pertinent to this and we, we shouldn't be talking about that. Cagey. Suspicious.
0: Mm. Yeah. And he can't get him to to, to to respond. And he's like, Listen, just do just do whatever you can do. Go there, order the salad, get your valet ticket. He'll bring the car, looks like yours, follow the map to the glove box, in the glove box, so lead back to your own car, We're driven there and taking our money out of it, blah, blah, blah. This is how they're getting paid, right?
1: Right. Which I also, this is part of the movie that bugged me because it's confusing because they are essentially doing the same thing to him that Glory is doing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they're, that's they're, a good point. You know, like, and this is where it started to like bug me because it was like the thing, the way Gloria is blackmailing him and having him run these crazy, you know, routes and errands to drop off cash. Like they're kind of making him do the same thing. And there was a point where I'm like, wait, who, which part is he doing? Is this money for them? Is this part of the blackmail? Like, It's kind of a little
0: weird. What I was thinking too, is that I don't understand why we're, we're using, I guess they're just trying to show us the level of security employed by Arlo and Daryl
1: that's to, true Yeah, maybe they're maybe
0: they're just trying to show us the, to talk about their professionalism right that's the thing yeah. there's a lot of talking about it I need to see it but whatever it's fine you know the talking in it in the beginning makes sense to me it's part of the setup I can swallow that no problem
1: mm-hmm. I'll take it <laughs> this is also where we get the reveal that uh, Zero has already found the keys that he thinks has been stolen by the person blackmailing him yeah, and he, it's fallen out of his pocket into his couch sofa over a year ago um is
0: that this part?
1: Yeah, because it cuts back to them on the roof talking about the case again after, they're, you know, after Arlo talks to Stark. <laughs> that is where we are in the movie. Oh, right after their right after
0: Arlo talks to Stark, we see him breaking into the guy's office. Right. And then he, he reveals what he finds to uh, Arlo. Yeah, the chair, the couch, the keys, the the e- not a not an email, but more KV initials. So KV's part of the bribery team he learns. Mhm. Right. OKV. Oh, KV. Yep. But like you said, on the... Um, <laughs> I actually laughed at that. I remember on the roof when they're like, this guy, he's talking about his thing for redheads. Guess what color of the hair was of a secretary. <laughs> kind of made me laugh.
1: Men are so predictable. Did they say that? <laughs> yeah, they did say that.
0: <laughs> um, so what happens next?
1: Craig and Vincent, right? KV. Hate that name. Hate it, kept for, for a good... Another 20-minute chunk. I kept being like, are they talking about two guys, one named Craig and one named Vincent? Craig and Vincent. Craig and Vincent. (sighs) The way they fucking say it it sounds like Craig and Vincent.
0: Craig and And Vincent sounds like a fucking
1: Marvel villain. (laughs) Right? (laughs) It's the fucking true identity of like, I don't know, fucking black hand. Yeah, Craig and Vincent. (laughs)
0: Everything was fine while I was working in my lab. Just an innocent man named Craig and Vincent."
1: I will surely never become evil with this kind of name. Craig and Vincent. Yeah. (laughs) Rigel in the chat. Jesus, you guys are ruthless. (laughs) Whoops.
0: My name is Craig and Vincent. And I was just a normal man. A man pushed around. His wife cheated on him until I was struck with electricity. And now I will have my revenge. Damn that, Green Lantern. We have to find Craig and Vincent before he turns the reactor nuclear. <laughs> He's the one who calls Chernobyl. Yeah, Craig and Vincent's the name
1: of the CIA guy who blew up Chernobyl. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> He's the CIA operative who actually destroyed Chernobyl to make the Soviet Union look weak.
0: Yeah, dude, I love it. What do you think Craig. of what do you think of Pullman's outfit on the on the roof yeah. with his? Uh, his oh, Yeah, What do you think about that? Let's talk. <laughs> talking about his outfit,
1: bro. <laughs> hey, so dad,
0: quirky. He's
1: just the high. He's the high schooler, forty six though. <laughs> I'm just keeping it cool Dude. and loose, my friends, my youthful friends.
0: Hey guys, what's shaking? What's the <laughs> half? You guys catch Pulp Fiction yet? Uh, tell me what's swell. That shit is right, boys. High five around the world. <laughs> Woo! (laughs) How old are you, man? 46! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Any of you kids holding? (laughs) Check out my vans and my... Check out my skate shoes and my trench coat. I'm so cool. (laughs) The rules (laughs) demand that I dress like a 46-year-old man, but I won't listen. I say no. Because I'm a rebel.